Hey, this is Pastor Mike. Welcome to the program where we reconsider what we've recently said and we remember what the church is all about. Here's what we talk about today. The church needs to change, but the church needs to stay the same. Welcome to the podcast. We call it ReChurch. So how are things in Bloomington? Bloomington? India. Is that where you were? Yeah, we were in Bloomington. It's interesting because there's no students there. Because what's in Bloomington? Yeah, Indiana, Indiana University. University. Yeah. So it's it's great, but then sort of what is there is a little bit sad because there'll be like, you know, people coming back to remember a bit, you know, college. <laughs> yeah, sure. And they're Some remembering are. a little harder than they ought to. It's a <laughs> yeah. little sad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so what are we talking about? We're doing Romans 9. Yeah. And you were probably not here this weekend. You were probably gone. No, but I did gone. get to listen. You did? I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Did you take my advice and skip the first 10, 15 No, minutes? I didn't because I wanted to hear everything. Oh, my gosh. I love the part where Gary came all the oh, way up on the stage yeah, with yeah. me. That's great. He's never done anything like that because he feels like he doesn't want to be the center of attention. But right. I had my back to him, too, so he had to come all the way up. And then he touched me on the shoulder. And I was like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it right. was a great moment, though. So we're going to do things a little differently today, um, and we're going to turn the tables, and Adam is going to sort of do a little bit more of the... My, how the tables have the turned. The tables have turned. Yes. I don't know what we call it. I'll that. do my best. You're facilitating the day. De- I'll facilitate, but... Okay. I'm looking I mean, forward to it. Yeah, it's it's probably going to be... It's a lot of pressure. ...more enjoyable for me, because I'll get to do more listening. Yes. Because there's a lot of things I'm interested in All right, hearing go. about. Yeah. One of it. them is... Uh, I'm just curious about what it's been like for you to be studying Romans intently. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is that impacting you, kind of the inner landscape of yeah. it? Because it's a it's a book that has, you know, sort of reverberated throughout history. Yeah. And you have traveled with it for decades of your right. own life. Is there something new? Is there something encouraging? Is there what, What's happening? What's welling up inside you? I wish I knew. Um, I'm not as... Maybe a few weeks from now. I'm, well, mm, I've been saying that for decades. <laughs> uh, I'm not so aware of what's happening in me personally. It's very hard for me to divide my attention in my life between my personal walk and my leadership of the church. That's a really interesting thought. It's very hard for me. When, I, when I'm reading Romans and I'm studying Romans, I am processing it personally, but... I am always thinking, how does this apply to the church? Yeah. How does it apply to people in general? How does it apply to a person that doesn't know Christ? How does it apply to someone who's been walking with Christ for 20 years? Right. So I'm always thinking about how does this verse impact all of these different people? Yeah. It has an effect. It certainly has an effect. You know, I just, I am the benefactor of being saturated in scripture all the time. There is a benefit, be a, isn't there? Yes. I'm not consciously processing it as much as I think even the, those in the congregation are. Yeah. But subconsciously I am steeped in. Right. What it's, what God's saying. Yeah. Well, I've heard you say this phrase quite often over the last 15 years and the phrase is aim small, miss small. Yeah. So maybe we should just aim small with the question and maybe we should say something more like, are you glad that we're studying Romans? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think it's been really timely because, and even doing it backwards has been phenomenal. And isn't that something that you've experienced over the years that you have felt like, oh, God somehow orchestrated this. Yes. 
So it is very fresh for us and me. Yeah. So, but I am enjoying it. And I think it's very timely for the church. I think I was writing today that the church is always in jeopardy of being changed, having to adapt because the spirit of God is new every morning and the church needs to be different in different times and spaces. Oh, wow. Because when you first said the phrase, I thought, oh, is this a negative thing? Right. It sounds like there's a possibility of it being both negative or The reason I made it, it is a negative sounding question because most people perceive the church changing as a negative. Yeah. We're much more comfortable with certainty and familiarity. So it's always in jeopardy of changing, but there is a core that is unchanging. Yeah. So that's what's been enjoyable for me about Romans this time around is so much is changing about the church that it's really, to use your word, enjoyable to be remembering the things that we're always going to be trying to establish forever. Yeah, that's, I mean, that sounds like a a first century experience to me. Mm -hmm. You think about a guy like Paul, who's the author of Romans, or Peter, or any of these people who may have had some level of I don't know if we should say this, but expertise, especially right. the case of Paul, expertise in the law, expertise in the the Hebrew scriptures, and some of those things that they had come to know and celebrate about God are absolutely unchanging, bedrock things. Right. And some of them are so fresh that it's right. disorienting. Yeah. You know, I always come back to Matthew chapter 28. And I think I have heard you mention it in sermons too, where Jesus is giving his last instructions are very famous, Mm -hmm. you know, go and make disciples, but then he's saying goodbye. But there's this one sort of almost throwaway phrase. It says, you know, the disciples who are gathered there, they worshiped him, but But some some doubted. doubted. It's like, how disoriented were they? They couldn't, they're seeing it. They cannot comprehend it. Yeah. Yeah. They can't. They can't wrap their heads around it. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's uh, a a pretty significant experience for the people who first heard Romans read, you know, in their living room, in the apartment buildings of of the city of Rome and, and now too. 